All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about pirate games. All right, you've got Sea and Nadia, right? You've got this really interesting pirate theme and, you know, sabotaging each other and, and sailing the high seas and finding buried treasure and all that good stuff. What makes a good pirate game, in your opinion? Of course, a good pirate game involves pirates. <laughs> so <laughs> you true. definitely need to have some pirates. You need to have some parrots. You need to have a kraken. <laughs> That's a simple, yep. very generic stuff that every kind of pirate game has at the same time there should be an opportunity to kind of sabotage each other in some way the only thing is if you if you have a huge kind of take that element where you sabotage each other too much then it might be kind of you know people might not like it so be careful with that but in general there should be something where you can screw up someone maybe kind of not directly but kind of try to do it like sad you know, subtly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, what, what, are, what are some of the like mechanisms that you found that work really well? I, I feel like I split, you choose kind of thing. Like anything that has to do with treasure or, or splitting up resources or things like that, you kind of bring that theme out. So what are some of the things you found uh, mechanism-wise <laughs> that have worked really well? So I, I, I can re- relate to my game. to see. I can relate to Sea of Nadia where, uh, you know, when I first created it, it had a lot of things that were not done right. But then I would hear from people like, oh, I want that treasure to be hidden. So I don't know what's there. So there should be something hidden, of course. So where you, you know, open it, a chest and you see what's inside and you don't want to show anyone, especially the kids just love it. Then also, if you have like a message in a bottle and you just, you know, find it and then, oh, you see something special that you, you can use and no one knows that you have it. Everything is, you know, revealed, but that little thing is kind of secret and then you just use it immediately and people are just, you know, wow, you had that resource that I, I thought you don't have, so I tried to sabotage you and you had it. Oh. So that, that really works. It kind of feels like a pirate for sure because you're being very cunning, you know, and very tricky. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And so right, you bring up a good point. You might, you want to make sure that people get what they're expecting, right? So if you have a, a pirate game, you need to have pirates. You know, I've played some some prototypes that, you know, it's like, okay, this is a pirate game. And it didn't really have pirates in it. It was like, this is weird. Like, I think I think you missed the main thing, you know, because it's really just an exploration game. It was really just about going to different islands, and it wasn't really about pirates. And so you want to make sure you give people what they expect. But at the same time, you want to stand out. You want to be different. And so what are some of the ways that you found that, that people can, can have a pirate game, and there's a lot of those games out there, but they can kind of give people what they expect with pirates, but also do some things that are different to kind of, you know, have a, to kind of stand out in the market? Oh, yeah. Probably you need to figure out something unique that you can do to the game. Uh, as I mentioned in the, you know, in the main podcast uh, episode, uh, I use this technology, uh, not technology, uh, mechanism where you, as, as a main pirate of the round, like the first player, you kind of roll dice and assign to each player. And then it creates a lot of conflict. People talk. And people say, oh, I want that die, give it to me. And then they create some alliances together, you know. And then, uh, and as any pirates, you want to team up with someone to do some crazy things and maybe sabotage someone else and uh, kind of get that treasure that that person wanted and then sabotage the one that you teamed up with. So there should be something like that. So this, this mechanic made it possible. So I think that's the thing that stands out in Sea of Nadia compared to, you know, 
other pirate games, but there should be something that's kind of unique that works, works really well, and it's at the same time very simple to learn. It appeals to children, it appeals to people who love pirate games, who maybe don't like pirate games somehow. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, you bring like up that. a good point. If you got a pirate game, you need to have the opportunity to ally and then betray, right? That, that just yeah. seems to be at the core, but yet so many pirate games, you don't really have that opportunity, right? And so what are, let's kind of switch gears, what are some ways with the art and the kind of bringing the theme and like you guys using the AR and all the different stuff, what are some ways that you found that you can use art and, and the way the board looks and ships and stuff like that to really bring out the theme? Like what are some of the things you've learned as far as the nuance of the theme that you can bring out with art and, and stuff like that? Of course, a simple thing is you need to be consistent with your art. So the pirates need to be there. Those uh, krakens, those you know, uh, probably kind of dead man's dead man chests, keys, and all that stuff. So in terms of art, you need to be consistent. So it's all like in in a one world. Um, that's important. What else? Did you guys borrow a lot of like? stereotypical stuff like did you borrow stuff from pirates of the caribbean and different other like cultural stuff and like different movies and tv shows yeah definitely if you know that there is something very popular like a kraken <laughs> probably it's a good idea to use it it's not that not sure if we would use cthulhu like you know in pirates of the caribbean so i feel like it's kind of too much but at the same time something very popular um dead man's chest you know that's something popular then uh, uh, the Kraken, there should be a Kraken that attacks ships uh, that somehow influences the game. So yeah, definitely it's important to borrow something from you know famous uh, games, famous uh, worlds, and maybe somehow implement it in your game. Uh, what about going back in like the actual history of things? Did you do any research on real pirates that lived and, and kind of what they, they did and the different exploits? Yeah, for sure. To create those pirate characters, I would try to find those different characters, different uh, types of people. So some of them were, for example, like um, um, Bartholomew Roberts would be one of the richest pirates, and he would be very clever. He would kind of have a lot of ships around him. So he would look like with a beard and, you know, with uh, a parrot and very relaxed compared to uh, John David No, who is also a real ca character, who is very cunning. He was doing some nasty things, you know, or some even pirate, women pirate, female pirates who, who were famous in doing something, helping their pirates. So you definitely need to research that if you want to relate to the history. Uh, at the beginning, I had an idea to not relate to the history and just create characters out of some characters from books and movies that I loved. But then I thought it's very important to mention those guys because they were in the history. They were famous. They did crazy things. So, yeah, I, I actually read a lot of things about those pirates. And, yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Now, any other advice, any closing thoughts or ideas to help somebody along if they're working on a pirate game right now? Yeah, pirate theme feels a bit overcrowded. Uh, but there are a lot of people who play pirate games and they love pirates. They have a whole collection of pirate things. So definitely it's worth trying. Um, I would definitely recommend to try it. Maybe add something unique that doesn't, you know, that, that stands out from a simple, uh, typical pirate world. That would help. 
but in general, I think pirate world is perfect because it has so different types of conflicts and those treasures and, you know, people love money and they do things and they love sabotaging each other. So I think that relates to many people, many of us. So definitely try it. Awesome. Well, Alex, good luck with your pirate game. I hope the uh, the Kickstarter and everything goes really well. And good luck with uh, everything else you got going on right now. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you for having me.